Every Saturday is Catterday on Echoplex Media, and not only are we posting fucking cats, we invite all content creators to join our open panel. Visit echoplexmedia.com slash panel to learn how to join. Every third Saturday is Operation Catterday, where we cover this week and last year and play the best clips from the cast of conspiracy characters that now space has learned to loathe. The show starts at 8 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. Find our full schedule at echoplexmedia.com. Fuck off, jerk off! I don't wanna hear it! Fuck off, jerk off! Read it to the lyrics! To the 
Hello, podcast listeners, and hello, of course, live viewers and live listeners. This is The Plex. We do the show live every Sunday, 7 p.m. Pacific, right here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media. Uh, you can support the project, patreon.com slash Echoplex, or on Twitch via subs and bits. And of course, check out our swag shop at eplex.store. I'm producer Dave. You can find me on Grinder, and I'm here to tell you that uh, everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. <laughs> Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine. I hope you have a real nice day. The weather, the traffic, the time, and the news. How's your commute? What do you do? Sorry I'm late. I kept hitting snooze. It's just one of those days. You know what they say. It is what it is. Ignorance is bliss. When it rains, it pours. Couldn't ask for more. What goes around comes around all in good time. I guess that your guess is as good as mine. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great. fine and i hope you have a real nice day our first stories are going to be uh kind of public comment stuff some government meetings some people at uh school boards you know all that good stuff this first one is um <clears throat> someone named ezekiel gave a testimony against an anti-trans bill in montana this week and uh this is pretty good my name is ezekiel cork e-z-e-k-i-e-l-c-o-r-k I am a Montanan, born and raised. My family has been here for generations, farmers, ranchers, hunters, clergy, and educators. My grandfather, like me, was a railroader. In fact, he lived on the lake in Kyla, where the sponsor's district is. He lived there for decades till he passed. I've been spending a lot of time in Helena this session in what feels like a Sisyphean effort to justify my existence as well as the lives of other people in the LGBTQ community a group grounded in inclusion. Bills like SB 458 are being fired like bullets out of House and Senate chambers nationwide. There isn't enough time for me to go through my life in detail, how I knew as early as three years old that I was a boy. Having access to gender-affirming health care and the ability to change my documentation to align with my identity makes interactions in the world less complicated and confusing. Besides taking away the ability for trans people to change documentation, this bill attempts to eliminate marriage equality. It begs for a court challenge. 
If for some reason Obergefell is overturned, last year's Respect for Marriage Act ensures that Montana recognizes same-sex marriages performed in other states. Married LGBTQ plus people will still live in Montana. They just won't have their ceremonies here. I hope that you see before you a lifelong Montanan who loves living here. I'm afraid that those of you who stand behind this bill don't care if I stay or go. In fact, you would be happy if my community moved away so you can feel more comfortable. I have an entire lifetime of experience that has taught me how to be a good and decent man. I ask each one of you to look inside and ask yourself, how does this person's existence affect how I live my own life? How does taking this away from him improve who I am and make me a better person? I ask that you try to look beyond your personal biases and realize that this bill affects humans full of complexities just like you. I hope that you find an answer that allows you to consider this bill unnecessary. It harms Montanans, and I implore you to vote no on this bill. Thank you for your time. That was great. <clears throat> we usually open up with something terrifying or, or horrible, but that was great. That was good. It's unfortunate <clears throat> that this law is just going to pass in Montana. There's absolutely no way it's not going to pass in Montana. I wish I had better, uh, wish I had better news for everybody here. These laws, the ones that we're seeing, they're all going to pass in some form because they're being proposed in places where the people think they can pass them. Anyway, here's, um, here's Charles from uh, Pensacola, Florida. I believe he's going to be speaking. Well, actually, I'm not even going to say anything. This looks like it's going to be pretty funny. Yes, Charles Luther, ACLU. What on earth? You ought to feel threatened. Three times she's gotten up here. ACLU. I know she they, thinks Mr. that Luther, just because... Don't, don't attack. You're here to talk about the book. You've been attacked, sir. Uh, that, <laughs> but I understand, I, I, with all due respect. That, and, and listen, I do want to talk about this book. Transgenderism is... It's, it's awful. I don't hate transgender people. I don't hate uh, homosex people. I love them. And the way anyone can love them is to tell them they have embraced an aberrant lifestyle. We are sexual by design. Is that how we... Whoa, yikes, dude. But God has made us within parameters because he has created us for his glory after his image and after his likeness. Um, just to correct some misinformation concerning gender, someone was up here not too long ago and tried to uh, make it out that gender is defined as how you feel on the inside? Where on earth? I mean, this is the problem, is we got people that come up here and they act really nice, and that's fine. <laughs> I think the, people, the, the problem I have is all the people come up here that don't agree with me. They all seem so nice. It's unfair. But you're really nice people, but you purport lie after lie after lie. Uh, I've got Marion Webster's Collegiate Dictionary, 10th edition, um, 2002 copyright. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not rich enough to, you know, update every year. But listen, gender, A, sex, and then it's got brackets to, 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 to give it into a context, the feminine sex. Huh. Even in 2002, I bet that wasn't all that was in the dictionary under gender. Parents... Uh, in Canada, have been criminalized for saying, no, I don't want my child going uh, into this transgenderism. And they criminalized. I think there's even some cases in America. 
Come on, folks, do research. Why not have a book that celebrates that th th this is a sister? God made us male and female. And, and, and the sex. He's not really convincing. Levels. Kind of a little, little squirrely. A little, little unconvincing. A little unconvincing there. Um, giant dick, but just absolutely not very convincing. The charisma of, um, of a pet rock. Up here is this next guy in the same meeting. I'm sorry about the audio in, in these. I don't know what makes it jump like that. It's, I don't think it's Twitter because it's just these videos that do it. Anyway, here's a guy in Florida talking about Dr. Seuss and book banning. I don't know. The people that want to ban Dr. Seuss that got out of print, off the shelves, the people that are complaining that we are banning books. Very same people. This book is not age appropriate by any standard. I don't care if you're five, six, seven, eight, maybe even not nine or ten, because people develop at different stages in the life. And this is why we have parents and why this needs to be reviewed as a one-on-one -on -one item between the parent and the child. I mean, we've got one parent here that was raising a, a gay child and, and it, it was not homogenous until she recognized her love for gay child was greater. Well, that one-on-one. -on -one. A, a parent needs to be the one that explains to the child, and no child wants to be lied to or misled. What the fuck? And the fantasies, they have great imaginations, and it's a wonderful time of life to I mean, not- People need a hobby or something. Like, what's going on? Like, why are they doing this? Feelings that they don't feel. Uh, what if your kid doesn't feel comfortable talking to you about sex because you're weird? Or they we're think you're weird because the teenagers think the parents, parents are weird. When it's appropriate for that time. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Buck. Well, thank you, I think. That was crazy. Like, he just uh, seems to operate under the assumption that everybody's, all these kids want to talk to all their parents about this stuff. They don't want to talk about that. They're going to learn it somewhere. They're going to learn it from their friends. They're going to learn it from the internet. They're going to learn any of this shit. They'll, you're not going to be able to shelter them from it. And the, 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 I, the idea here and the idea behind sex ed and stuff is that when, when we knowing that the kids are going to encounter these concepts, it's better that the educators are the ones who uh, introduce them to the concepts because the educators know how to introduce concepts to children. Anyway, some of these speeches during this have been fairly inspiring. There is no religious or ideological conflicts with children being trans. You need to find it for me in your Bible. You need to show me where this is such a deeply held belief that it is incontrovertible in your mind. These are children with self-feelings that require ongoing protection and promotion if you don't recognize them these are the children that have trouble fitting in the ones who are just a little different from their peers the ones who historically we have allowed to be bullied half half of the suicides in age 
15 to 24 years of age in this country, the second leading cause of death in that age group is from our vulnerable, marginalized children. What this bill says, and your refusal to hear my amendment, which obviously could not be filed 24 hours ahead of time. We didn't have the sub on our computers till I stood up. It wasn't even available to read. Your vote, yes, on this bill means one of two things. Either you believe that trans children do not exist, or you believe that trans children do not deserve to exist. I can tell you, these children exist. Get them. Get them. Some of this stuff has been amazing. That bill's probably going to fucking pass, too. But some of this stuff has been amazing. That lady hella cool. She's going places. Or at least hopefully. So now we're going to move on from public comment. Um, stuff that's a little less heavy because it's been pretty heavy here so far. Here, uh, Tucker Carlson on uh, Andrew Tate being set up. So months in Romanian jail, Andrew Tate was quite a spirited figure, by some counts the most popular person on the entire internet as a result. Obviously, the point is to break his spirit. Have they done that? Absolutely not. Both Tate brothers are of strong mind and strong spirit, and they are doing the best they can um, under the circumstances. I think they're holding up as well as anybody could. They're praying, they're meditating, they are receiving a lot of letters of support from family, friends, and um, all of their other fans around the world, and that's keeping them busy. The only thing is they are extremely frustrated, obviously. They want to prove their innocence. They want to return home. They want to tell tell the world what is going on. But right now, unfortunately, because there is an ongoing criminal investigation, we aren't allowed to actually discuss all of the evidence um, that is very yeah. favorable that shows that they, they didn't commit any crimes in this case. Pretty obviously a setup, Tina. I mean, let's stop lying. These like, how, wait, what does that mean? With the people in charge, and now they're in a... Like, how would he know that it's, like, obviously a setup? Like... Obviously, no. I think you, you uh, said it yourself, Tucker. Yeah, I did. Because, like, let's stop pretending. Let's stop playing. That's exactly what this is. It just, I appreciate the update. Sure. I was going to say it's frustrating to be on the um, defense right now, unable to respond to all of the one-sided leaks that have come out when yeah. we have exculpatory evidence, but we're not ab able at this point to discuss it yet and to put it out for the world to see and for the brothers to start to get the truth out and to clear their names. Yeah, because we know for a fact they tried to set him up for sexual assault before. The woman who was supposedly assaulting him out and said, what? No, that's my boyfriend. Right. So there's a lot of lying here, mm -hmm. a lot. And everyone in our country seems to be believing it, but we don't. So appreciate the update. Tina, thank you. Of course. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, the problem here is that he, like, bragged about committing the, the crimes that he's uh, charged with in this case. Uh, this wasn't uh, this wasn't a domestic violence thing. This is a breaking international law, uh, sex trafficking. 
I think uh, these these two Tate brothers are fucked. Also, the their claim has come out that uh, Andrew Tate has lung cancer, but I don't, I don't even know. Who knows? So here's a, a Newsmax. I guess they're trying to figure out why Ted Cruz hasn't gotten Newsmax back onto DirecTV. <laughs> this is that's a thing that happened this week. Senator, can you provide an update for us? Any action on the Senate Commerce Committee so far? Well, yes. So I've led a coalition of senators in holding AT&T and DirecTV and Texas Pacific accountable for the decision to deplatform Newsmax. I think that was a terrible decision. I think there are millions of Texans and millions of Americans across this country who want to have choices in viewing and where we get our news. I, I'm a big fan of Newsmax. I think you all do a terrific job. And this is sadly another example, I believe, of corporate. This is such, this is such pathetic the shit that I want to see is I want to see DirecTV put Newsmax back on air. And so I am leading an effort in the Senate Commerce Committee to hold DirecTV, to hold AT&T and Texas Pacific accountable. They have responded to, to our demand for specific questions about the decision. I'll tell you, their response so far has been patently insufficient. They failed to answer many of the questions that we're asking. So we're going to continue pressing. But that's because they don't have to. Until we get them to change this decision because it's wrong and it's denying Americans of, of the ability to choose where you get your news, where you get your information. Well, I'm not on DirecTV either. So, Ted, you need to go out there and be like, well, you also need to carry a Gate Dave channel, obviously. Like, aren't these, don't these people love capitalism? Aren't they capitalists? This is just the market being like, you're not making us any money, Newsmax. I don't think that DirecTV and AT&T or whatever are like making some moral decision not to have Newsmax. They're not like, oh, this is just bad for the world. And, you know, we wouldn't want that because we're DirecTV and AT&T. That's absolutely what's not happening. Either Newsmax wanted more money than like these cable, essentially the like TV providers wanted to give them, or these they didn't want them at all because they weren't making them any money, so it didn't matter. I don't know. I don't know exactly which it is, but just business. And here we're gonna go back. We're gonna Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's still on this weird national divorce shit. So I simply propose that we need a national divorce where we can split into red states and blue states. And no, that doesn't mean a civil war. And that doesn't mean that you can't travel to different states and there would still be trade and commerce and so forth. But it's simply a divide because we're really sick and tired of fighting with each other in blue states. Well, you know what? If you have transition schools um, to change children's gender, that would be horrific. But that what would happen fuck? in blue states. If they want to have Antifa burning down cities and they want to abolish the police in blue states, have at it. <laughs> what did she think? Did she, did she, these people have just never been to California, I don't think. Or they came to California and just like refused to accept that what they saw was actually California. No, this isn't Cal like the California, New York, Ma Massachusetts, fucking Oregon. They're just regular ass places like anywhere else. They just have big cities. And that's why they're generally controlled by the Democrats because these states have big fucking cities with a lot of people in them. Here's more from uh, Marjorie the Gathering on her uh, divorce proposal. Now she's uh, asking for a safe space. Specifically about what you mean. You're not talking about separate countries or secession. Is that correct? That's right, Sean. And, and first of all, I want to thank you very much. 
you are one of the only ones that actually was willing to ask me what I'm talking about. Everyone else just talked about me and assumed what I was saying and accused me of, of trying to start civil war, accusing me of secession and all kinds of things. What I'm talking about is reducing the size of our federal government and giving more power and control to our states to be the identity that they want to be, whether it's blue or red, because the division in our country has gotten to a dangerous point, to the point where I experience it on a daily basis. Um, being attacked in public is no fun, but we also have to remember it's not just elected members of Congress or, or famous um, you know, Republican spokesmen or political commentators like you and others, but it's also regular people, maybe people that wear a MAGA hat that have been attacked for years now. And we are fed up. We're fed up with Democrat policies. We're fed up with the woke ideology being shoved down our throat. And we're tired of our children being... Well, I was trying to shove something down their throat. That's weird. Um, we want our own safe space, and we deserve it. <laughs> I can't believe... I mean, what are... These people, they just, it just doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what they, people are like, oh, you know, this lady said this six months ago. I'm like, dude, the fucking people were talking about 10 minutes ago. They disagree with now, now the thing they were talking about 10 minutes ago. We get anywhere fucking, oh, the fucking Republicans are all hypocrites. It's like, no shit. Like, it's useless, I think, to, like, even spend any time talking about hypocrisy. This is all just, they were just complaining about, like, it seems like it was like 15 minutes ago they were complaining that all the liberals want a safe space. We got Jesse Waters. Um, it seems like he's going to, seems like, well, he's going to suggest an interesting way to battle fentanyl that would involve international, involve violating international law and committing war crimes because he's Jesse Waters. Isn't the solution is we have to go to the source and bomb the hell out of it? Well, that's an idea, and it could be something we probably should think long and hard about. How, we, we need a, we need a response. Me, we, we need a different response than we have right now. You know, uh, Jesse, we went into, uh, we, but uh, the SEALs went into Pakistan and killed bin Laden. And uh, if, you know, if these, this is basically narco-terrorism, if, if, if there was a group of terrorists that could kill 100,000 Americans a year that are right in a neighboring country, why can't we bin Laden them? Yeah, so you said you wanted some aggressive action and some creativity listen to this why don't we set up a naval blockade off the coast of mexico because all of these chinese merchant vessels are coming through with these synthetics they're dropping them off at these ports on the pacific coast and then these cartel members are then just grabbing it from the ports cooking it up and send it north set up a blockade what and you just start boarding (laughs) chinese ships and Make a big deal out of <laughs> what it. Blow it up. Have some camera crews there. You seize some fentanyl and make a scene. And then you go to the U.N. and you say, look what we got. You play the video and you accuse them in front of the world of poisoning <laughs> us. And you say, you guys better not. What the fuck? I can't even. And we're just going to just board random ships off the coast of Mexico, our neighbor, until you guys knock it off. I mean, we have a dominant trade position. We have a better Navy. We'll just sail circles around these guys. They're not going to do anything off our coast. So ratchet up a trade war like that. And Biden has to stop being so skittish about rattling the stock market. It'll rattle the market. It'll take a little dip. 
after you've been around. Like even Judge Janine is like, oh, I should have drank two boxes of wine before the show tonight. This is crazy. Trade flows, but they'll price that in after a while. And that's how you get people's attention. Well, that if that wasn't the stupidest thing I've heard all night, I mean, maybe not the most dangerous thing because it's never going to happen, but that was like mind-expandingly stupid waters. I had no idea that you could be, that anybody could really be that stupid. We're just going to start a war with Chinese mercantile ships off the coast of Mexico. All right. Sorry, my brain fucking stopped for a minute there. Uh, here's more of Jesse Waters. He's going to um, talk about depression and uh, Senator John Fetterman. It's going to be good stuff, right? Fetterman didn't follow the doctor's orders. He followed the Democrats' orders instead. Now look at him. And now he's permanently damaged. And the people of Pennsylvania are down a senator. Democrats may have caused a man irreversible damage in order to win a Senate seat. Wait, what? They never cared about him. He was just a way of getting them what they wanted, power. And now that he's been institutionalized in bed all day, surrounded by doctors, they're hanging him out to dry. They say he's brave for leaving work. He's brave for going to the hospital. He's brave for saying he's depressed. The Democrats put Fetterman in the hospital, and then they call him brave. What the fuck is this? And after John checked himself into the hospital, his wife Giselle took the kids and flew to Canada. Went ziplining over the falls, and August got stuck. They're trying to rescue him now. The New York Times reports Fetterman's staffers are more worried about how they're going to get him out for caucus and committee meetings, and how he's going to appear at public White House events. They don't care about how he's actually doing. They care about how all of this looks. They're his staff. They That's their the job. Pennsylvania, where Fetterman's supposed to be representing. They care about keeping a lid on this scandal, and that's what this is. This is a giant scandal. The Democrats basically crippled this man for power. I don't know what he's talking about. Does he mean they like MK Ultra him or sign that he was struggling, ignored every sign, lied about it. The man could be suicidal for all we know. He's been institutionalized. He's been pumped full of drugs. You don't know any of this. He's still alive. This is, you don't know any of, you don't know any of this because his medical records are private. His office doesn't even talk about anything that's going on in Pennsylvania. And we're supposed to wait and wait and wait until they lie to us again. Well, if they're just going to lie to us again, why would we wait? That's, that's disgusting. That's fucking, Jesse Waters is fucking disgusting. Yeah, that's it. Jesse Waters is fucking disgusting. Everything about that was fucking disgusting. Because now we have a uh, Ron DeSantis. Apparently, uh, going to try to outlaw pronouns. I don't know. That's just the clip. That's the clip says on Twitter. Who knows what it? Who knows what he's going to say? But uh, maybe he'll try to outlaw pronouns. That would be interesting. Having conversations in Florida would be very difficult. I have a big legislative session coming up. I made promises to the folks about what I would deliver, and we're going to deliver a lot of wins over the next few months. 
And Florida Republican lawmakers are not wasting any time getting started. They have filed a bill today that would expand on the so-called don't say gay bill. It would restrict the use of pronouns in schools by requiring them to match the assigned identity of the person being described. They have also filed a bill that would eliminate the state's Democratic Party by directing the Florida Division of Elections to immediately cancel the filings of a political party to include its registration and approved status as a political party if the party's platform has previously advocated for or been in support of slavery or involuntary servitude. And that is because Southern Democrats, of course, advocated for and defended slavery during the Civil War. <laughs> what a crazy, crazy, crazy thing. Whatever. I don't know how you, how do you outlaw a political party? I mean, I guess, like, whatever. I guess Ron DeSantis will find a way. Ooh, we're about halfway through the show and we're at our palate cleanser. That's good. This is, this is pretty fucking funny. I'm sure you've seen this. The best drag number ever. Fantastic. That's this is fucking amazing. You're just gonna sit here and watch it. If you're listening to the pod, you'll have to just watch the video. I hope that person doesn't get arrested for that. Uh, what state are they in? Is that illegal? No, she's LA based. She'll be fine. That's great. So that was our palate cleanser. Up next, we got Woke Wars. That's right. Are you ready for Woke Wars? There's really a great desecration going on. Anything that's good, anything that's holy, anything that's truthful is being attacked. There is no end. These people will never get tired. They will never stop until you stop. The land of the free. More than half the registered voters saw their freedom threatened by a growing cancel culture. Under siege by an enemy from Attenborough. The Black Lives Matter movement is a Marxist organization. We will burn down this system and replace it, all right? They do all have one thing in common, and that is an internet mob mentality. Troubling allegations fired after accusations of racism and modern day witch hunt. Another challenge to free speech. They'll harass you, they'll vilify you. Cancel culture is real, and it's coming to a neighborhood near you. You will lose your- Okay, so what? You'll be kicked out of the store. You won't have your place in society. They want you to be quiet. Oh, it's Matt Schlapp. He fucking to grabbed a fucking young staffer's dick. Cancel culture. 
the New York Times fired their editor because he dared to run an op-ed from a Republican senator. No, 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 their editor resigned. Free speech is unhelpful to them. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Calling parents domestic terrorists. This is an unlawful arrest. We watched that. That dude went fucking nuts. We watched that video that they just showed. That dude lost his shit. Oh my god, this is a fucking who's who of who can go fuck themselves. Look at this. They canceled the president of the United States when it was my father. We've got terrorist groups like the Taliban and they have a Twitter account. But an American president does not. This week, Twitter and Facebook under fire. Mr. Dorsey, who the hell elected you and put you in charge of what the media are allowed to report? We cannot sit back. We've watched in history this happen before. This is where we've got to stand up and not allow this to go on. This is the fight that we were put on this earth to make. The culture killers. Even this conversation you're having with me right now on Twitter... Yo, we're certainly watching that late night here. We're definitely watching the Culture Killers Woke Wars. Stay tuned to the Twitch channel for that. Uh, we'll have to find it. People can look for it. You can drop it in the Discord if you find it, if it's already out. If anybody there knows about it, if you worked on that movie, could you please get a hold of us? <laughs> uh, here we go. Here's uh, one of our favorite people in the world. Uh, Tiny Dancer Ben Shapiro. Uh, he's gonna. He's just not not pleased at all about uh, Harry Styles. Harry Styles is hot. Um, ben Shapiro, I mean, kind of hot too, but not like Harry Styles. Anyway, here we go. Okay, other things that I hate today. So Harry Styles is a human. I, I've been informed that Harry Styles is a human. Now, I, I will, I, I've said before that I, I find Harry Styles pretty derivative. I mean, he's basically just doing David Bowie, but transed up. I mean, Wait, look, transed up? Is Harry Styles? Wait. Okay, so they're here. We're, we'll let this finish. He, he, I've, he, I have some thoughts. He's a fashion hero because he keeps wearing women's clothes on the cover of magazines. Because he's, he's flaunting the rules, guys. Ooh, and he's, it's all part of the face tattoo syndrome. Harry Styles. Well, wow, it's groundbreaking. He's wearing a dress on the cover of a man. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then you say, well, yeah, and that's not very masculine. He looks like, he looks like a dope. He looks like an idiot. Why? And maybe men should actually you know, act masculine as a general rule. There are people mm -hmm. who are not, but maybe as like a model of male behavior, you might want to act like somewhat masculine. Wait, what? How dare you notice? Also, what makes you think he's not? Well, I, I, I think that it's not masculine. Is Ben broken? Did something happen? Did is are they going to have to turn off the Ben Shapiro and then turn it back on? Feeling to wear a dress. Just going to put it out there. Doesn't seem like a particularly masculine thing to do. I, is Ben Shapiro broken? Did Harry Styles in a dress break Ben Shapiro? That was weird. Because Ben's usually, I mean, he talks too fast. Or I mean, I mean, people say that he talks too fast. I don't know. I can I can keep up with what he's saying. But he, he's not usually that disjointed. I feel like he was, maybe he feels some kind of way about Harry Styles and just, you know, because of the media environment that he operates in, he can't really, can't really talk to that, speak to that. Um, and so it's just breaking him. I have no idea. Here's a clip that I called Tim Pool goes to a hipster coffee shop. <laughs> so I'm sure this is just Tim Pool making up a fucking story, right? 
and you should not discriminate against people and why he he doesn't like racism and things like this. And I think the greater picture he's painting is white liberals, critical race theory and the world they're creating is going to create race, racial conflict. And I've talked about this before, that if you repeatedly tell people to hate each other based on race or that race is a component of whether they can succeed, they're going to start hating people based on race. I was at a skate park once, 15 or so years ago, and I knew this, uh, this uh, Latino guy. I think he was like, I think he might have been Mexican or he was South American. <laughs> this was 15 years ago at a hipster, co- I'm sorry, at a uh, skate park. And one day we're skating and he just says something about hating white people. And I was like, what? And he said, all they do is lie, cheat and steal. They steal land. They steal everything. And I was like, bro. Come on, man. Your friend was pretty based. You can't live in this world where you hate people based on their race. We're fighting against that. We're moving beyond that. You can look back at history and be like the Aztecs tortured children and ripped their hearts out. I'm not going to blame some modern, you know, descendant or Mexican guy for that stuff. I'm going to be like, are you a good dude or a bad dude? Bro. This is what people create with racist ideologies. Okay. Okay, that was stupid. That shit didn't happen. My friend was maybe Mexican. I don't know. He was, uh, it was a skate park. He was like, oh, fucking white people. He fucking couldn't land a kickflip and just started fucking blaming white people for it, saying they stole the kickflip. Like, get out of here. Your story, is, your story did not happen. All right, up next, we got one that's just like, what, Candace? She, uh, Candace Owens had a she didn't she didn't have a big week, but she had a couple hits this week. Here's one of them. So yes, it is correct to say that these dogs were bred to fight. They were bred to attack and they were bred to kill over many, many years. And the question of whether or not breeding works, of course it does. The question of whether or not Darwinism is real, of course it is. You can breed for height, you can breed for intelligence. You- uh oh. Oh no, this is, this is about to be eugenics. You can breed for stupid if you really want to, right? Obviously this can take place. You can breed for athleticism. We see examples of this all the time, but it's important to note that just because you are bred in one way or the other does not mean that you are locked into that permanent state, right? So right now, uh, the most mathematically capable people in the world are Koreans. It doesn't mean that Koreans are forever going to be the most mathematically capable people in the world. We could start breeding Americans to be better at math. We could start doing what they do over in Korea, um, or we could not. And we can remain probably the dumbest mathematical country in the world. So it's eugenics or dumbest mathematical country in the world. That's it. We're the worst at math. We need to do eugenics to solve it. Well, that's some shit, Candace. What else you got for us this week? It's going to be hard for her to top that one. But um, I think this one's less uh, terrifying, but uh, more stupid. Here you go. Yep. Take a listen to Zelensky warning you of what will happen if you stop funding his lifestyle. The U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we are sending their sons and daughters to war. And they will have to fight because it's uh, nature that we're talking about. And they will be dying, God forbid, because it's a horrible thing. Oof. Oof. I am not going to say that I'd like to punch Lensky in the face because that's that's violent. 
But I am saying that if I could get away with punching one person in the face and have no consequences, it would be President Zelensky. I can't even tell you how much oh, I harbor for him the audacity to tell you that the consequence is going to be that your sons and daughters are going to fight and die if you don't help him secure a win against Russia. Wow, that's bold. But why shouldn't he be feeling bold? He's got that was like like five seconds of a God, thing where he was a whole, of a whole interview i can already tell what the the fucking context likely was he was like hey if, if this doesn't stop russia is eventually going to attack a nato country and then it's going to be incumbent upon the united states via the north atlantic treaty organization to engage in a war with russia that's probably what he was saying he may be right he may be wrong but he wasn't like like hoping it didn't seem he didn't i don't think he was hoping for that Bag in our chambers, right? In our congressional chambers, they are waving the Ukrainian flag, not the American one. Actually, at the exact same time, they're- Yeah, there's no fucking American flags in our fucking, the chambers of our government. You're a racist. Did you know there's no American flags anywhere in the House or the Senate? It's just, there just aren't any, not even everywhere. Not even just in random hallways, just, just standing there on a stand. Not, nope, no flags. She's right. And uh, at the risk of allowing this person to repeat himself, uh, here is Daily Wire's uh, Michael Knowles saying pretty much exactly uh, what he had said at CPAC. I'm sorry, uh, Daily Wire uh, C-Team, Michael Knowles. We got to get this correct here. Speaking of the law as a teacher, great new law in Kansas. Kansas has become the first state to pass a bill that defines woman as someone who is biologically born female that's it that's what a woman is okay but then how does which means that that it's meaningless men who i sure hope that's the law because that's useless that (laughs) if that's the law in kansas oh uh chad is telling me that that's not the only thing i would hope it'd be great if kansas was just like oh uh, this is what a woman is and then they just kind of let it go but no i'd probably as transgender women from using single-sex areas designated for women. It's called the Women's Bill of Rights. It was approved by legislators 26 to 10 on Thursday. Only Republican support there. And the bill defines a female as someone, quote, whose biological reproductive system is developed to to produce ova, while male (laughs) refers to anyone whose reproductive system, quote, is developed to fertilize the ova of a female. This is a beautiful bill because... It, it doesn't just say, don't trans the kids. It doesn't just say, wait till eight to introduce kids to transgenderism in schools. Once they turn nine, that's fine. It doesn't just say, only minors can't. It's, it bans transgenderism for all practical purposes in the state. That's and, crazy. And it has to. Like, look at how excited he is. He's like wide-eyed. He's like, it has to. It's like the fucking, he's waiting. It's like he fucking just got his Christmas gifts for women to have the right to have their own bathrooms, you have to ban transgenderism entirely. You can't just ban it for the kids. It's got to be entirely. In order for women to be able to have their own locker rooms at the gym, you have to ban transgenderism entirely in order to protect businesses from having to participate in weird occult sexual rituals. Wait, what? Like the transgender transition. You have to businesses? ban transgenderism entirely. I love this bill because it is so much more aggressive 
than the other bills we've seen. The other, I don't mean to knock the other governors and the other state houses. They've done a great job laying the groundwork, the groundwork rather. But this bill goes much further, and it reminds us of a truth in politics that Republicans all too often forget. You're either on offense or you're on defense. You're either making gains in the culture or you're losing ground in the culture. There's no standing still. There's no status quo. There's no neutrality. And what I mean, this might be correct. Screwed up on for at least 50 years now, probably more is the libs make some crazy aggressive play. And this is exactly a speech of CPAC. About five to 10%. Or worse, we try to slow it down by about five to 10%. So, So the libs attack the family through feminism the fundamental political institution. They claim that men and women are basically the same. That takes the culture pretty far to the left. And then conservatives try to, they try to inch it back a little bit, but not by the, by the time they're even thinking about inching it back. (laughs) What is going on here? Push forward with the normalization of other sexual practices, gay rights. Uh Uh-oh, gay rights. And then by the time the conservatives are trying to dial that back, the libs, they've lurched much further to the left. They're trying to redefine marriage now. They say redefine marriage. Well, I don't know. I guess we could come to some kind of terms with a civil union. And by the time well, you say, well, no, you couldn't. Yeah, you lost. You keep losing. Left, Will and Grace kicked your ass at that one. I'm sorry, dude. Actually, now that's just the way it goes, baby. Will and Grace woman. fucking okay, kicked your ass but, in that war. But maybe we shouldn't do it to my, by the time we say that, whoop, oh my gosh, we're now, we're all the way off the screen because now they're trying to trans the kids. And there are many conservatives now who are saying, look, if you want, if you're a man and you want to put on a dress, that's fine, but just don't do it to children. Just don't make me pay for it. Just don't make me pay for it. Well, yeah, don't, you could buy your own dress, I suppose, no matter who you are to stop there. Even if all you want to do is stop where we are right now, the only way to do that is to push so aggressively in the other direction that you're trying to take back ground that we seeded years ago, decades ago, Kansas, absolutely leading the way. You know what? Kansas is absolutely not leading the way. It is just not true. There's no sense in which I don't care. I mean, I guess in this law stuff, but there's, I just refuse to live in a world where Kansas is leading the way. So people were like, Hey, this seems a little genocidal. What you just said there, <laughs> which, you know, you know, you could see where somebody might think that, right. But it turns out they're wrong because, um, it can't really be a genocide if I don't think you're people that I called to ban transgenderism entirely. I made the point that if you want, if you want women to have their own bathrooms, if you think women ought to be able to have their own locker rooms and not have to look at gigantic, gross men while little girls are getting changed. If you want any of are there just little girls everywhere in locker rooms with grown women? Like that's the other thing that's like kind of weird here is like, do people bring their daughter with them to the gym? Like, where are these shared locker rooms with all these adults and children? Like, where are these fucking places? You have to ban transgenderism entirely. It's not enough to say, well, you have to wait until you're 12 or whatever people are saying now. It has to be the whole thing, because if men have the right to behave as women and identify as women for the purposes of public life, then women can't have their own spaces. And we as a society cannot have our own standards and norms, and we're not allowed to live according to reality. We have to live according to the delusions of these troubled people. And I think we the people have a right to reality. And I think women have a right to their own spaces. And so that means you got to ban the thing entirely. And oh my goodness, what these people say. They said that I was calling for the extermination 
Yes. Of transgender people. That is like the end result of the thing you're calling for. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I feel like, I feel like it's fairly uncontroversial to say that. They said I was calling for a genocide against, I said, what? I must have missed that part of my show. When did I, did I say that? Yeah. I mean, it can't be genocide if I don't think you're real. Don't, one, I don't know how you could have a genocide of transgender people because genocide refers to genes. It refers to genetics. It refers to biology. Uh oh. And the whole point of transgenderism is that it has nothing to do with biology. That's what the transgender activists say. They say, forget about biological sex. My gender expression doesn't have to have anything to do with my biological sex. Okay, well, then there can't be a genocide. That refers to genetics. But furthermore, nobody is calling to exterminate anybody. Because the other problem with that statement is that transgender people is not a real ontological category. See, just fucking just just say I can't genocide you because I don't think you're people. It's My not God. a legitimate category of being. There are people who think that they're the wrong sex, but they're mistaken. They're they're laboring under a delusion. And so we need to correct that delusion. How? Re-education camps? Like, how do we correct, even if, uh, none of this. And they're like, they're the ones who think that the fucking everybody else is the thought police. Think about this. They're like, oh, we have to correct this delusion you have. But then they're like, oh, don't ever fucking, don't kick me off Twitter because I said the wrong thing. And then they're like fucking trying to like, the guy's suggesting that we should be like actively coercing people using, I don't know, whatever method to tell them that they're not trans or whatever, or that they're not non-binary. I'm the fucking thought police though, right? There we go. Here's Matt Walsh. Uh, Matt Walsh complains about uh, the erasure of fucking white men. It's not about merely pointing out a double standard. Okay. Cause this is not just a double standard. It's about pointing out a real and extremely successful effort to demonize a certain group of people and to erase their achievements. We hear so much about uh, groups of people being erased and their achievements. That's only actually happening to one group, and that is white men. Okay, The only group of people that in this country that are being erased in any, in any kind of meaningful way, um, historically, are white men. How, historically how? And then people that are being erased in, uh, in another sense, women, by, by the, the trans activists. So those, Wait, are the, those are the two ways in which people are erased in this culture. And, uh, but those are also the ways that are never acknowledged. We are not the first society to single out a group this way. We won't be the last. And that's why, you know, we know where it leads and we know that it doesn't lead anywhere good. And that is why today in women's history, the effort to cancel white men is instead. <laughs> no, no, you're just being told to. He's like, well, they were trying to actually eliminate us. Well, no, 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 no. I just can't. Uh by the end, he was like, it's canceling. He just means he's tired of being told to shut the fuck up. And like, there are a lot of fucking, you know, white dudes in Matt's age cohort that are getting tired of people telling him to shut the fuck up. Probably true. I mean, there gotta be, right? Don't worry. Matt Walsh isn't even close to finished. And call, indeed, calling Aaron Reed him, as I just did, 
in the first place is genocide, an act uh, of evil indistinguishable from the Holocaust. This is what we honestly believe. No, that's not what we believe. We that's not, and it's no. what happens when self-obsession becomes identity and identity becomes religion. And their rage only increases all the more as they realize that this kind of hysterical yammering, along with the threats of violence and the attempts at deplatforming and shouting bigot and labeling and all that. Shouting bigot is just free to realize that this isn't going to work anymore. It did work for a long time, but it doesn't work anymore. Because they're now dealing with adversaries who cannot be manipulated or cowed into silence that easily or at all. And that's why I will conclude here by assuring you, you, Aaron Reed, and you, the drag queen threatening violence and, and, and the rest of your ilk, that we aren't even remotely done. Okay. This is honestly only the beginning. We've got a beginning of what, Matt? I promised you a year ago that we were going to war here and I kept that promise. I'll keep this one too. There's much more to be done that needs to be done. And we aim to do it. So the battle continues, whether you like it or not. And that'll do it for this portion of the show as we move over to the member. No, 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 no. The, I mean, the, the, it's not over, but like, I don't know what he thinks is coming next. He's like, we're not done yet. Well, no, you're not, unfortunately. You still have your channel. You're not done saying dumb and hateful things yet. That's correct, man. We haven't even begun to start to begin to think about whatever. One last clip before we go into red light, everybody. Are you tired of woke chocolate that doesn't know what gender it is? Well, fuck it. The Daily Wire's got it. Got this for you. They're going to sell you a fucking chocolate bar for seven bucks plus shipping. I think. I think it was. International Women's Day is upon us again, and I love an international woman. But our friends over at Hershey's. They don't even know what a woman is. They've hired a biological male to be the spokesperson for their Women's Day campaign. And they're calling that campaign, and I swear I'm not making this up, her, she. Her, she. That's pretty it's cute. It's humiliating. And it's the reason that I'm launching Jeremy's Chocolate. We have two kinds. She, her, and he, him. One of them's got nuts. If you need me to tell you which one it is, Keep giving your money to Hershey's. But if you're tired what of the fuck? Money to woke corporations that hate you and you're looking for a delicious chocolate bar from a company that actually wants your business, head over to IHateHershey's.com and order Jeremy's chocolate today. I heard it's like seven bucks for like a chocolate bar and then they charge you shipping, shipping on top of that. Whereas you go to the store and get like three for a dollar some Hershey's cho- chocolate. Probably same chocolate, maybe better chocolate than the Hershey one. Anyway, we had to end it somewhere and I'm glad we ended it there because that was stupid. Um, this week's news was stupid and infuriating, as it always is. And if you're uh, listening to the podcast of this, you're only getting one of what could be possibly six or more hours of this. If you'd like to be infuriated for several more hours, you can go to patreon.com slash echoplex, subscribe at the $5 level, and uh, in your inbox will be a link that will let you download a six-hour MP4 or MP3 file of this infuriating shit. And if you don't want to do it, there's other ways to get, get to get a replay of the live show. Uh, if you're uh, smart and also if you don't want to give me $5, you can just email me and be like, I'm not giving you $5. Can I have last night's show? And I'll be like, yes. Anyway, we're going to go into red light up next is this song is boomers. I'm going to pour a cocktail and, um, we're going to, there's some stuff in red light. Not not going to be great. We'll probably do more CPAC too.
I'll see everybody in the post game.
If you like what we're doing at Echoplex and aren't into Twitch, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Echoplex. For $5, you can get every show from beginning to end sent to you as an MP3, even the stuff we bleep out because it's too spicy for Twitch. Echoplex would not be where we are today if it wasn't for the community support we receive. Find out all the ways you can support the show at echoplexmedia.com slash support.